0: Welcome to Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. This is episode 55 of Death Readers, the podcast where we read through the Harry Potter book series. This is my first time reading. Rob is here to help me walk or walk me through it. Um, in this episode, we're dealing with uh, the sixth book, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. We got to be past um, the halfway
1: point too, right?
0: I think it's fair to say we're halfway through the halfway, halfway point.
1: Halfway through the, the Half-Blood, half-blood blood prince. prince. So that's a quarter blood?
0: Halfway through a half-blood is, yeah, a quart- well, it's a quartered blood. Because it's not a specific quarter, it's just, it's been, it's split into the quarters of the blood. Technically, I think we're at, I think we're at three quarters through the book. Oh, shit. That's. I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't either.
0: So. (laughs) uh, I got lost in mathematic
1: fractions. (laughs)
0: If this is your first time listening, the way we're going to do this is we're going to go through chapters 19, 20, and twenty-one of Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. We're going to go through them uh, pay- by page numbers. We're going to t- we take notes based on page numbers, and we bring up our notes together and we talk about them and discuss them. Um, that's uh, that's pretty much it. So thanks for joining us. If you've listened all the way through to episode fifty-five,
1: you're amazing. I can't.
0: I I don't believe you. Um, but if you have, that sounds great. Do you have any housekeeping? Uh, No, don't have a nary a bit of housekeeping. I think I do have housekeeping. Just it was like there was a point in the conversation we had last week where I was describing the book. uh, My favorite thing is monsters and comparing it to this portion of the book where Dumbledore is using Harry to get some information out of Slughorn. Mm -hmm. And and the part of I referenced in the my favorite thing is monsters books book is that there's a certain chapter that deals with like child prostitution and a, a, the cover for the child prostitution ring is a fully functioning pharmacy. Mm -hmm. So you, the the comparison is that like Hogwarts is a fully functioning school that also has this element in it that is like this child army training thing. And it's, it's a place that you believe is a place you go to get better. If you will, health wise with the pharmacy and with the school, it's like mentally like you, you become a more fully developed person. You become Mm -hmm. an adult. But in both instances, you have uh, that illusion or that guise of of safety and security that is upended each time. I, I, in In the first book, Hagrid says um, something about Hogwarts being safe.
1: Uh, tai no place safer.
0: That's what he or says. It says but
1: Gringotts. But he says, except maybe Hogwarts. So he's, it's,
0: that's what he But that's the point. Like he yes. says, except maybe Hogwarts. Right and the idea is that hogwarts and we and as i brought up over 54 other episodes it's it's that hogwarts is absolutely not safe and then and then <laughs> they, i think they even say it, i think hagrid says it in this book hagrid so far. himself says have,
1: in this book yes
0: yeah hogwarts is a terrible place They're very <laughs> dangerous here it's like is this a new thing dude um anyway but that's we we were talking about that in the idea of like uh dumbledore pimping out harry to slughorn mm. to try to get something out of him right and um, that that was where the connection was so i don't want i just wanted to clarify that if anybody was under the impression that i was just excited to talk about a child prostitution story i was reading uh that was not the case it oh, really no. i felt i feel like the, the connective tissue was very uh was very direct um in that these children in both instances are being abused and put at risk e- even i think in i think it's in these chapters and i don't think i have a note on it but it, through chapters 19 20 and 21 i believe there's a part in there where Dumbledore explains to Harry that Voldemort wanted to become a teacher so he could train an army and 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 recruit young people to his way of thinking. Yep. And it's like, is that not exactly what you're doing? I've got a couple now, I'm of comments if, on all this. We we can get there eventually, but like that's that's my end of housekeeping. No, it's just great. this is the this is this is what I was trying to illustrate at the time, and I don't remember if I did it very well in the last episode. So if you if this is the second time you've heard it and I said it exactly the same way, I am sorry. But in my my re-listening, it sounded like I missed a point and I wanted to uh, correct that. But other than that, I have no more housekeeping. OK, you have none.
1: Uh, no, no housekeeping at all.
0: Then that brings us to chapter 19. Elf tales. <laughs> um, my first note is page 402.
1: My first note is not even a page. It's how excited are you for more house elf malarkey?
0: Or and Quidditch. Oh, well, that, so also excited.
1: also like I saw Elf Tales and didn't even know we were about to get into a ostensibly twenty five page Quidditch chapter with a page and a half of elves. Yeah, like I At these the are end. some long chapters. I just want to say these chapters are a little long.
0: They're about twenty pages plus each. Yeah, these last couple. Yeah, and, and I was have... just
1: like, oh, <sighs> a couple times.
0: Yeah, I I I have been trying to keep track of like how the next. The next episode is going to be equally as long. Okay. Um, Thanks for telling me but now. I am keeping, I am keeping track. I mean, you've read I, these I have before. Like, I haven't. <laughs> I do have <laughs> a kind of like a mental like like gauge of like, is this going to be too much to try to read, or is this going to be fine? Right. And, um, this one felt fine. Like if, if it was, it felt long, but it was also like it's at the it's it's, it's at the cutoff. About about seventy five pages is the cutoff for me, where I'm like it's just too much. Like yeah. you, you can't have a 40 page chapter like, and then, and then two 20 page chapters. It's just like, I'm going to be like, I'd rather read 60 than 80. Right. Um, for an episode anyway. Um, yeah, these are, these are long chapters and I, I, I was, I would have rather, I, I honestly think I would have rather, rather read more about Quidditch or around Quidditch about elf stuff. I would have let, rather had more elf shit in, in a chapter called elf tales. Mm hmm. Let's talk about elves and shit and their their plight, but no, we have to learn about we have to go through a whole bunch of like upkeep on. Don't forget, we have a sport that happens all year and it's happening now. <laughs> anyway, um, so my, uh, my first page notes four oh two is that that uh, is that before is before yours? mine, yes. Uh, on page four oh two. I say, like Donald Trump doubling down on a bad idea, J.K. Rowling doubles down on her terrible dolphin feet metaphor. Did she? She did. I missed it. I'm going right Oh, now. you should look. I, how you should did I look. miss that? Because she, she, for some reason, she yanks it out of book one and says, Oh, yeah, that's right. Hagrid's feet. This time, though, not the size of baby dolphins, just the size of dolphins.
1: Leaving a trail of muddy, dolphin-sized footprints all over the floor. And not even baby dolphins, like you say. That's just ridiculous. That, <laughs> Like, learn some perspective. You can't... If this were a movie it's... and you had your character changing sizes all through it, <laughs> like freaking cats, not acceptable.
0: It, It's almost like... It was like... It's like she's flexing. It's like she's like... I don't give a fuck if this is stupid. It doesn't fucking matter. His feet are the size of dolphins, and it's like, I guess I can't stop you. Like, I can't. I can't make you be better. Like, so I, I guess I just have to surrender to accepting that these books are the way you made them, and sometimes that's fucking stupid. So, dolphin-sized feet, it is. <laughs> Okay. Um, my my next note is page four oh four. Mine's
1: also four oh four. Is it uh go for it. is it about Mr. Weasley's comment? No. Oh, Mr. Weasley, uh they were talking to Harry. It might actually
0: be. I, it might be so. Mrs. Go ahead. Weasley's
1: like, Oh, thank you, you've saved everyone and Mr. Weasley says, You yeah, know, it was a lucky day for the Weasleys when Ron sat down in your carriage and I'm like, wouldn't it have been equally lucky if Ron had gave that carriage a miss entirely?
0: Yeah, that is my note. Yeah, my, okay. The, the, my my note is essentially like, it, it. You could argue it's perhaps the the most unfortunate day for the Weasleys is the day that they got entangled with Harry Potter. Yeah, because otherwise they're essentially a relatively unremarkable wizarding family, except in their numbers. Right. I mean, I mean, I, I guess there's. I don't know how you measure the remarkability of a, a, a remark. I don't know how that word's conjugated. <laughs> um, Remarkable. It must be remarkabili- remarkability, Remarkability. Remarkable this is stupid um (laughs) i don't know how you can judge the the value of a wizard's capacity there you go um in comparison to other wizards because there's just not that many of them right like just the fact that that they have such small school class sizes and they have such a problem with intermarrying where they kind of have to to maintain like magical uh progeny Mm -hmm. that uh it it seems like the The scale of like really successful wizard to not very successful is kind of short. Like even later when they talk about Voldemort taking a job at uh, the the Oddity Shop, the, Bor- the, Borgin and um, Burks. Borgin and Burks. They were like, "Oh, many people thought that was beneath him in his skill level," and it's like, "Okay, but somebody has to work there, right?" Like, so what? Like, let's say, like, like the the Weasley twins. Fred and George have a remarkable ability to, like, enchant objects and make potions and shit like that. They've made an enterprise out of it. Right. Um, Is that more or less indicative of their talent as wizards than Bill being able to train dragons or hunt dragons or whatever the fuck he's doing? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, So that's what I mean. Like, I don't know how, like, you can, how, how they would be gauged outside of harry my main point is like if harry didn't get involved with them would they all still be alive at the end of the books right or have like reduced amount of trauma because they just weren't part of being near him mm-hmm. anyway just it's the same curiosity that's no, great it's great, like, it's I, great. Think, I think we had the it's same great... thought Great. No, it thought was a that really I good had. note of, of yours <laughs> yeah you had the really good thought first yeah uh 408 uh 404 also again See, that's redundant. That's what redundant means.
1: <laughs> You'll get that later. Okay. this I, I've thought about this a couple of times. Um, you've seen the movies. You may remember this from the seventh movie. You may not. It's not a huge surprise, but the Chamber of Secrets is eventually visited one more time.
0: I don't remember this.
1: Just so you know. Um, okay. But it always has kind of bothered me that after it was discovered and the monster killed, they never did anything with it. Whether it be storage, uh, an amazing classroom slash archaeological site, dig, um, using the remains of the basilisk for any number of magic... I mean, there's just a trove. That should have been like a... That wing is closed off about as safe as the third floor corridor in the first book because... We're gonna go check out Slytherin. This is this is amazing. And nothing. It's just
0: Yeah, I mean I agree. It would have been it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like it's like they do make use of like the room of requirement more than once, or at least they reference it and it, it right. build the world and inform the world. But like there's a couple things like I think they mentioned
1: the chamber while talking, but I don't know how it came up, but um I certainly I was thinking about. Yeah.
0: It. Sure, it was... sure. No, it uh but like the chamber of secrets and the uh t- couple things the chamber of secrets wh- what's the path that they take in the first book to get under fluffy and go into this crazy like that's a that's right
1: that's a whole subterranean world isn't it
0: yeah it's got like big chess boards like, and do like they just
1: magic those rooms into being in like a pocket dimension
0: yeah, because they had to fall that? thirty
1: feet that? to the plant, and then there was a room with the keys that they could fly in. Massive mm-hmm. chessboard, the potions room, the troll room, the room where Quirrell dies. The room where Quirrell dies. Many steps and columns. Most tranquil.
0: And and the, a room that someone found him in.
1: Yeah, uh, I thought like that they, was so, Where Quirrell died.
0: That's well, yeah, same place. But th- oh. that what I meant was. It is a what I meant by what I said was it's it's not so much I'm adding another room as it is a room that was easily accessible by an adult. Right. Okay. So like so like it was a room that could have traffic going through it mm-hmm. ostensibly because there was. Now keep in mind, there's also were a place that were supposed to be hidden. Right. But like now that there's no reason for it to be hidden and all the traps have been sprung and et cetera, et cetera, sorcerer's stone. What's that space used for?
1: So so is that suggesting that they just take a floor and magic an entire world into it the way Mr. Weasley can embiggen the inside of a car like the TARDIS style
0: I, I just wish I, I don't and that know and actually I strains
1: credulity of magic for me I, I find that harder to even though it's a world of magic where you can do anything I'm like that seems like it's too much
0: well it's the same idea with the it calls back to the concept in the conversations we had before about the pipes in Hogwarts
1: mm. where are they
0: where do they go how do they fucking work? That's a good point. Like, like we have... The, the system's all there. It's been there since Salazar Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Also, but, and they have toilets, but also at some time they didn't have toilets. It just... It's it's poorly constructed, dude. That's all... It, I think that's what it comes down to, is that these these areas are like... They're little thought... Pos- they're just... She needed a place for a thing to happen. Right. And then, like, forgets about it. Right. For the most part. So I think that yeah like the, the uh, cuz I I think the the one thing I will say about the the chamber of secrets is that it was destroyed kind of the access point oh the other I'm sorry there's three places I didn't finish listing my places I'm sorry there's there's the the chambers in the first movie whatever it's called I don't I don't know if they have a name
1: sorcerer's stone area
0: right there's the uh the 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 gauntlet of sorcerer's stone then there's the like uh the chamber of secrets mm-hmm. And then there's the Whomping Willow that it, we know has a hole underneath it that mm-hmm. leads to the shrieking shra- shack. The shrieking sh- the shrieking shack is not haunted anymore. We know it was never haunted. Right. We know that the thing that was that lived in it that caused it to be haunted is no longer there. Right. We know that our heroes know how to get there and know how to like they could make use of it. Why wasn't that where the DA met? Why wasn't that where
1: they did talk about that in the fifth book? Did
0: they talk about it? I can't. I guess I didn't remember.
1: I think it was too hard to to get them there because they'd have to go by twos or something.
0: It was also in the middle of the courtyard, so anybody could right. as, presumably see them do it. Um, but like, it's still a place that like it exists, and they it, it's it's a physical location that's essentially sitting empty because its entire purpose was fulfilled, right? And that bothers me. I will. So the one thing I'll say about the chamber is that because it was sort of destroyed. It wasn't really destroyed. It was just like the entrance. There was a cave-in. Right, right, when, right. Uh, when when uh, they, they used Ron's broken wand. Sure. And uh, at that point, I think that it, I would ex- – it, it's like a catch-22. Like I would, I would accept like, oh, they just haven't had the manpower or the time to go like fix it and like make it all work or, or like whatever or they didn't have the money because mm-hmm. that would happen in the real world. Like – You know, we had an earthquake two years ago, and there's still schools that are damaged that are not fixed. Sure. Because it takes a lot of time and money and commitment to fix them, Mm -hmm. and we just don't have that right now or whatever. So I would accept that, except it's a fucking world of magic and, like, fucking, you know, chamber repairo, Right. you're done, and and it should be as easy as that. And there's got to
1: be some graduate student wizards wanting to get in there and just check shit out.
0: Oh, I would imagine yeah, exactly. Like 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 tenured professors probably would want to give why isn't Snape down there learning? Professor is like
1: he's a ghost. It's not gonna do anything to him.
0: He's a history professor too. He he would love it. Like I agree, it's a complete oversight in like it, it just like you she just builds these places and then like disregards them. Like what like what about the the grounds where the goblet of fire happens? Mm-hmm. Like, are they gone? Do they still exist? Like talking, that giant maze. The maze was the Quidditch pitch. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, because they had the whole conversation about I know you like Quidditch, and it'll be fine next year.
0: Well, what about the like the arena where they had
1: the dragon fight? That's a better question because that was pretty
0: big. <laughs> and what what is it used for otherwise? Was it also the Quidditch pitch, and I just don't remember it?
1: That I I don't, but I, I know the movie arena was looked more arena like. Where in the right in the book, they could easily have just put up a big circle.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's simultaneously like it's the it's the have your cake and eat it too. It just it just bothers me. I, I, I want I want a more well constructed world.
1: Mm-hmm. That sounds um, fair.
0: Thanks. <laughs> maybe it's not though I mean there. I have to be honest like I have to be like I'm trying to be self critical while also being critical of the books and I have to ask myself like does it fucking matter and I think that, that for me the fact that I can I can ask that question means it does because if it if it if I didn't have to ask the author would have taken the care mm-hmm. so the fact that I have to ask means that it wasn't cared for which means it's worth asking I don't know if that makes sense to anybody but my but me I think um, it makes sense check and see if you were giving me a face like it didn't make sense um I don't do that my next note is page 408 yeah i don't think
1: i have any more notes in this chapter though i'm sure there'll be things i'll talk about good Ooh.
0: page 408 i don't remember what happens in this movie right. i can't really remember like i think i remember what the end is but it could easily just be part of the other movies Um uh, the last two movies but i uh so i don't remember but it sure looks like Kind of, kind of suspicious that uh, Cormac over there seems to be really invested in getting on the Quidditch team and all these members of the Quidditch team keep dropping. And uh, it doesn't seem like he cares which position he plays as long as he gets to be on the team. You know, just interesting.
1: Huh. So you're turning this into sort of a Quidditch she wrote episode.
0: Well, it's just funny that like there was a part in there where I think Hagrid says, is someone trying to take out our Quidditch team? And Hermione's like, no. And I was like no and then like cormac comes in he's like so i've just been waiting for you like as if i as if i premeditated this meeting and i was i think i could i could play i was the best i was right there and then later harry it sort of dropped in the in the narration at some point like that something like it seems like cormac doesn't even care which position he plays and i was like "Mm." anyway uh, I'm fine with that being wrong. I'm just saying, if it was, if I'm, if it's, if I'm wrong, it might have been a missed opportunity for a really cool, or, or she did a good job throwing me a red herring. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, maybe that's what happens. The, uh, maybe it is what happens. Uh, I don't think it is. Seems unlikely. But uh, page four seventeen is my next note. Yep. Um. Okay, so <laughs> I guess you can add. Harry had a creepy fantasy about being fawned over by Ginny to the uh, short list of poorly executed instances of attraction between them. <laughs> you, you, you never had a had a fantasy like that? A sex fantasy about like wasn't sex fantasy it was a si- relationship fantasy? Of, of, of my friend's sister fawning over my like unconscious body, weeping and, then,
1: and fawning, but yes, and
0: then and then him being like, I give you my permission to date. Yeah, no, that's never happened. That's
1: that'd be weird.
0: (laughs) It's not that it would be weird. It's that it, that fantasy doth not a romance make. Yeah, what I'm saying is no, that's that's fair. I'm 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 waiting for what isn't like an actual romance to occur, and I and I, there's these things that I'm reading where I'm like, okay, am I reading a poorly executed romance? Or is this building to something? I would, and so far, it's been poorly executed.
1: I would even say that, um, per what you have said in the past, there was more romance built in the Quidditch game where Harry was taking note of Luna and being endeared by her commentary. That was a stronger connection than anything he's had for Jenny.
0: Or even, like, I, I think I have a note later. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it eventually, I guess. But, like, I have a note later that says, like, ron and Luna make oh more yeah, sense yeah 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 then like especially ron and Luna in this in this book and then the last one where like he even says in in one of these chapters that we've read today about like how you know i, I thought she was weird at first but she's really grown on me and it's like yeah that is like how a, a relationship buds
1: mm-hmm. I, not I, like
0: oh i guess i guess she's nearby so that's convenient
1: i have a i have a, a notes occurring to me now i don't remember exactly where it is but we will have to remember to I think it's in the okay. last
0: chapter. Um. So anyway, that that just bothered me again because like I'm none of it seems to be coming. It, it's like Ginny had this like gir- girlish crush on Harry in the first book, right? And then, or in the second book, when when it's in the first book, it's like it's like hinted at in the I mean, second barely, book because she's not even in
1: the first book, really.
0: No, but she giggles at him and runs away, right? When she sees him for the first time, and like that's, I guess the first hint. And then like the second book, it's like oh, she keeps telling the diary about him. Cut to almost nothing, as far as I can remember, in book three. Book four.
1: She started going out with other book, people.
0: She started going out with other people. Because that's when he was Neville. starting to flirt
1: with uh, Cho, but couldn't because Cho was with Cedric.
0: Yeah, and, and he dances, she dances all night with, with Neville. And then I when, was it, this, this book is the one where he's having a book talk to her and she's like, why didn't you talk to me about this? Right. I, we literally had. Remember, we had this whole like relationship-defining uh, trauma that we both went through together. And I mean, went through it together again is sort of a stretch because she they went through it together, but completely separate. Right. <laughs> like, like she had this. They each had this huge drama about the same thing independently, and then, and then they finished it together. But she was also unconscious. So you know, that's the same as being in love. Um, it. <laughs> just feels dumb I'm, i'm i'm waiting so hard for this for this revelatory romance and i i'm also i guess like i'll accept that like it could have happened after the books like when they were adults but like it just seems like if you were harry potter and you had all of the experiences you had with hermione that she would absolutely be your first choice for partner
1: I want I want to I want to give you a small spoiler now. No, don't. For this book, I won't. I won't. But there is definitely a moment that I'm cherishing the <laughs> discovery of.
0: Fantastic. That's what this is about. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you dear listeners are also cherishing it because you know better than I do.
1: Oh no, no, um, it's not it's not that at all. It's not Okay.
0: Like that. <laughs> um all right, that brings me to page 422. Okay. So not only does Harry keep his house self enslaved, he also commands him to betray and stalk his enemies. Yes. What a hero. Yes.
1: Yes. And and Harry removes any, any option of free will through carefully yeah. thought out commands.
0: Master thinks of everything. Yeah, uh, w- w- the the crime of slavery wasn't enough for Harry Potter. He had to also add in stalking.
1: I, you mean so I actually own a sentient being now?
0: Double down. Yeah. Oh, hey, other sentient being that is free but is more willing to be supplicated to me. Make sure this slave does his job. I I,
1: I can't see it any other way. That's the end of my notes for that chapter. That's the end of my notes. Elf Tales? They, what? They played some Quidditch. Uh, Harry got his skull cracked. He, is is yeah. this the chapter where he's like unchill about Ginny and tips off Hermione that he's interested?
0: It's one of, I think at one of these, he, he makes a question. He questions like, like, oh, so they got in a fight? Are they still together? And then she's yeah, like, yeah, she's yeah like, what, the, what does that matter?
1: Yeah, and she's all like, wait a second. I'm the smartest witch in my class. Something's going on here. There's
0: There ain't no. Spell my Hermione couldn't figure out or whatever Hagrid said that one time. There ain't no ain't no spell our Hermione couldn't master. I don't remember what he says. Yeah, I don't remember either. Good thing I referenced it. Um, <laughs> the uh, I, I think that like I liked this is this is the chapter with Luna doing the uh, announcing though. Yeah, which is new and kind of fun. I, I think it's interesting at least. I like Luna. I think she's great. I, I like. I'm 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 truly disappointed that Ron doesn't end up with her. It seems so forced to to make Ginny marry Harry. So far, I'm I'm sorry. I'll stop talking about it. No, because I'm curious. About who do you think would be a better pairing, Harry or Ron? With Luna? Yeah. Ron. Hmm. I, I, Ron is the kind of guy who doesn't really need a Hermione to look after him. Mm-hmm. Like they they. They set it up that way in this story but they're constantly in conflict because of it now i think that the the temptation there is like oh they're like an old married couple oh they should just be an old married couple Mm -hmm. but like every time ron interacts with luna from the instance of him first thinking she's weird is like progressively enchanting Mm -hmm. like it's it's like he's like you mean there are invisible horses that you know she knows you know about this like you didn't tell anybody what are you talking about we've been here for years and nobody's told us to like this one where he she like gives he says he liked her you know uh, announcing and she goes you're making fun of me aren't you everyone says i was terrible and he goes no i really liked it he like he's really like, being
1: like, honest it's a rare moment of ron just like saying how he feels about something
0: in a positive way. In a
1: positive way, with, not whining yeah. about it, not complaining about it. It's him going an extra step, making somebody feel better, and describing honestly how he feels about. it. He doesn't do that with Hermione ever. He sulks no. and 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 snipes and like, oh, meh, 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 meh.
0: oh, but Rob, can't you see how romantic it is for him to mutter her name in his comic sleep? Is that a word, comic? It is now. His com- comatose sleep.
1: Um, yeah, it's uh it's about like Harry having something growling in his chest.
0: Oh, God, why are we skipping around so much? um <laughs> that brings us to chapter twenty.
1: Lord Voldemort's request. uh,
0: my first note is page four twenty three okay. The dowsing creature in Harry's chest. oh <laughs>
1: dozing, I believe. <laughs> hitherto slumbering (laughs) I'm Uh, so glad you wrote it down because
0: I did not want to get away from that yet (laughs) I wrote it's it's very early on I wrote what the fuck is that I get that she's describing I guess love or jealousy or something but like in a world full of magic creatures to use a illusion of or a metaphor of an actual creature on his chest just made me think did I miss something did I miss like an entire creature and Mm -hmm. it that, that existed before, and it made me go back and had to reread things to make sure that I wasn't bad at comprehension. And uh, it just—it just is it just, confusing.
1: The thought that's just now occurred to me that could explain this whole thing is the two people that Voldemort has been most intimately associated with in this book series keep crossing each other's path. He's
0: crossing each other's path. He's—he's. He's,
1: mean they're around each other? He's controlled her. He's been inside her head. And something in Harry is awakened every time she's around, so maybe Voldemort's what's bringing them together. Ugh, which would mean they should,
0: but wouldn't that separate also kind ways of mean after that, the like, series? But doesn't it also kind of mean that Voldemort has like a weird thing for Ginny? no, I don't see it that way. You can
1: have different kinds of desire. It doesn't have to be a romantic or sexual desire. You should can just be, be like that's the closest someone. I've come to dominating somebody in the last fourteen years, and uh, I want that back. I like that feeling. of So you're power. saying
0: Harry's a dom? Um,
1: I know, no, I think Harry is a sub playing at being a dom and doing a bad job so, of it.
0: So Harry's a simp? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't either.
1: <laughs> He's a dom walker.
0: <laughs> um, I I don't I don't know if I can if I see I, I see what you're saying I yeah. can see the comparison I don't know if I can agree with it because not not just because it's not really otherwise alluded to yet the nature I, I get what you're saying of like arguably Harry and Jenny have an imprint of Voldemort in them that will be with them forever and that that could draw them closer like sort of uh, subconsciously not but quite like, what I'm saying but go ahead oh okay I'm sorry we're, no no we're, you're pretty we're, close we're, 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 we'll, we'll
1: talk about my nuance in a moment you finish your thought I, I'm not going to well, interrupt
0: it's just like, <laughs> Well, if I'm wrong, then it, my my point's useless.
1: I'm I'm saying that Ginny's got her thing for Harry, no matter what. Voldemort okay. sees echoes of Voldemort in her and is making Harry want her that way. And how interesting it would be at the end of the series if everything was settled and done, and Harry's like, "Oh, I'm good. I don't need this." Oh, cause,
0: cause and the, the because and then Ginny's crushed because she
1: honestly was into him.
0: Yeah. I would much rather like that, and then Harry be like, "You know who I really like? Hermione. She's really cool. One time I danced with her in a tent. It was great. Ron wasn't even there. It was the best time of my life." Dude, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, this creature on the chest thing is a is a dumb. It's a dumb like metaphor for a fantasy book, because again, like. They're like, how do I know it's not a fucking Niffler? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's all these little creatures that could be anywhere. It's a wax on anyone. What about those fucking pixies in the fir- first book? Like it could be anything. It man. Could. Like, so it's just, it just, that's the kind of thing that bothers me. Do you is think it is
1: outside of magic? It's, it's JK Rowling trying to write attraction as an adolescent boy.
0: I don't know what it is, man. It, it seems it's one sentence. And it is.
1: It's happened before, though. I swear there's been another chapter where he, he felt the creature as if a creature in his chest reared up and was like, "Ah!" Oh. and then something happened. He's like, "Ah!" Oh, the creature was pleased.
0: Well, maybe that's maybe that's something I've missed in my poor comprehension. But like it. I don't remember that. Sure. Uh, it's uh, maybe maybe it works every time if you use it as a as an independent reference, but like making it a callback feels or making it like a continued metaphor makes it harder to follow mm-hmm. because there's a lot of pages between those references. Right. Um. Anyway, my next one's a four twenty-five. Yep. Just Ron would be much better with Luna. That's it. I really, <laughs> I really like this well. pairing.
1: This is good. This is good shipping.
0: It, it is. It feels so much more natural. Like, like it's. So what I was, I was, I don't know if I got to it earlier when I, I was kind of referencing it. Like Ron doesn't need Hermione, but with with Luna the way it looks like Ron views Luna is that she, everything just sort of works out. She, she is quirky. She's weird, but everything kind of works out for her. Mm-hmm. Like it's not necessarily that she's right or wrong, but she ends up okay regardless. Um, or maybe with direct regard to how weird she is. It's just hard to tell because it's always indirectly. Like she, she arrives seemingly indirectly to a safe place. Even if she's done stuff that she's attributing to like that, end uh, that seem crazy and weird mm-hmm. like you know her hunt for nargles or her you know her insistence that her dad knows all these things about you know the way the world works and everyone else is like your dad's insane and she's like mm, okay and then he's <laughs> right like that, that's what i mean like so like it seems like ron would have a really great life if he married, if he even spent time with Luna, who, sure. like it's not like he has a right to marry any of the female characters in the book. No, certainly not. Like,
1: certainly not as he's been so far.
0: And, and I'm only using him as, cause he, like, as the focal point because he gets much more screen time, if you will, or page time than Luna. Uh, Luna is unfortunately a secondary character. Mm-hmm. I think that they would both work really well together because she clearly has kind of a thing for him. Harry, She and Harry basically went on a date and neither of them were like into it. Like, he was like, this is literally, you're my last option. You're my last best option, but you're my last option. I'm going tonight. <laughs> and she's like, eh, all right, that sounds fine. It's I just imagine this life that she and Ron would have together where he's, like, a buffoon, but she's, like, so good at being lucky or, like, uh, everything just working out for her that his buffoonery would not be negatively affect their lives whereas like hermione has to parent him mm-hmm. and i just don't see him being an adult that isn't the same way he is as a kid right i just don't the character has shown almost no growth in six books like i don't see him being well you know a, i've never uh, been a fan uh, no you haven't <laughs> never um <sighs> or maybe he, he has growth but it's so it's so minuscule it's like he grew in height um that's not the same At least, i mean I just I would feel bad for Hermione as his uh, wife. Yeah. Just being like, oh, well, I got to do everything for this idiot. Like literally the thing that they talk about in this chapter, she he, she rewrites or finishes up Harry's homework, which she does reluctantly because she knows Ron's just going to copy it later. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like the train of thought a person who's in love with that other person would have. Like, I'm helping you, but I don't want you to help the person I have a crush on because he needs to earn it. That sounds controlling and psychotic.
1: Well, in defense of that, though, she's still mad at him because he's with Lavender when she was going to take him to the the the, the party.
0: But her advocation or advocacy for his doing his own work is not new because of this La- uh, Lavender relationship. That This is goes way back to, you know, honestly, do you read or like, you know.
1: Yeah, but she always did their homework after complaining about it. Only when she's mad at them did she pull it back.
0: I guess, I guess that's kind of true. But she never, she never stops like lecturing about how they need to do their own homework. True.
1: Anyway, because they don't, um, they don't pay attention to her or value her as a thinking person.
0: Seems like the kind of person she shouldn't be with, right? And I, I think that Harry does value her. Okay. Um, even if they have a little bit of this sort of like cat and mouse, don't use that potion book thing. <laughs>
1: Your relationship um, your your relationshipping is better than, than most most fans, even even the ones who have to, made these pairings because you see I'm the, just trying uh, to
0: justify it.
1: No, it works.
0: Um four twenty seven. Hey, me too. You should go for it.
1: Dumbledore says, uh divination is turning out to be much more trouble than I could have foreseen, which I felt was practically subtle for Dumbledore.
0: I that's my exact note. I wrote the whole line out, and I just said, "Great line, very clever." It is. It is
1: clever, but he doesn't do his his customary. Eh? I'm making yeah. a joke, Harry, and I'm yeah. like, I could have flown right by that, huh?
0: Yeah, I I would kind of expect him to do like a Three Stooges kind of like <laughs> kind of thing every time he does exactly, a joke. like where he's like calls a lot of attention to it because he's like I lack subtlety.
1: <laughs> so yes, but it was a very good line. It was very fun.
0: Uh, that 439 was four thirty nine is my next note.
1: Four twenty eight. Bring it. Uh, I'm glad you did that bit with the housekeeping, because this I, I didn't know how to broach it. Uh out of the blue. So you've set it up. That's great. This feels like the where's my money scene.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is very much the I gave you a job, where's what I want? And right. it, it 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 I don't have a problem, I don't think, with disappointed Dumbledore. Because every mm-hmm. kid needs to have that moment with their parent or parent figure. But just Based on the architecture, how we got there, it's uncomfortable.
0: I I, th- I totally agree. I think I agree with you entirely. Like, on one sense, I up- understand and appreciate that Harry has to have that, like, disciplinary moment mm-hmm. with with uh, Dumbledore, who, I mean, up to this point in the books, is always like, what? Gryffindor isn't leading in the House Cup? Uh, Last second, you know, fuck it, they win. <laughs> um, And it's because of Harry, in case you didn't know. Harry Potter wins the house cup in case you didn't fucking know um so it usually feels like that but in this instant it feels like he's actually like doing a very good job of being like a stern disciplinarian who it was like only disciplining you with disappointment right where it's he's not like it's not beating him or giving him detention he's just saying like you have to understand the sig- significance of this and that you've you very much let me down uh i i I don't see much point in us continuing this until you satisfy my requirements. Right. All of that makes sense. It is the, I think, and again, like I'm just repeating what you've said, but like, but in in the sense that I'm trying to agree um, or show that I show my work of agreeing Sure. (laughs) is saying that like he, as we've discussed before, Dumbledore and Voldemort are two sides of the same coin, both with the goal of essentially like defeating the other. And both willing to do lots of things to get there, including what was the thing I said? It was sacrificing versus. I think it was kill versus sacrifice. So it was that effectively
1: like, that. Yes.
0: Yeah, like we same, where the same thing is, is done. Right, where Voldemort's willing to kill, Dumbledore's willing to sacrifice. Yes. Um. The, and and this is that moment where where like, in again talking about it being like Xavier's School for Gifted Militants and all that sort of like jazz, that same sort of like there's a charismatic leader training young people to be soldiers Mm -hmm. trope. It does come across at this point of like that. You see the you see what I think is what I read as the darker side of Dumbledore. And I do not know if it's if I think I I wonder if, if we're reading it as darker than the average person Mm -hmm. because we've, we've talked about it at length for, you know, the, the entire series or if, um, if everybody would just notice this and agree with it if, as they read it along, or or if people think like Dumbledore's still a hero, yeah, I I
1: I want to say I, I I had at least the underpinnings of unease when I first read this, even right. if I didn't understand them because it always just just the Slughorn collects you, go go you know flash your scar at him.
0: It's just always and been kind even of gross. like Hermione's encouraging it, like yeah. I I think that Harry there's a lot in these books that are really interesting to read if you read them as like apology literature for child soldiers.
1: <laughs> oh. That's really true.
0: Yeah, like it's 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 literally like a guide for how to justify how to groom. How, no, 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 how to justify I justify is important because okay. it's not it's not like it's not not what you're saying, but specifically the point I'm trying to make is that when people are confronted with a challenging thought, the that they don't want to admit, they need to consider like, change their behavior. Okay, they justify their behavior. This book is like what I would imagine, like, uh, you know, what was his name? Coney would be like saying about like child soldiers, like, um, the I forget where he's from, but like the African warlord. Coney, from in 2012, there was a movie about him, about how he was. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't see it, but <laughs> from what I gathered from it, it was about like him being a guy who has like soldiers, and some of them are children. I should probably just not use this comparison because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking. Uh, yeah, about. I certainly but like am lost um, in the weeds. Fine. Uh, sorry. Um, if you're if you're going, to, it's okay. Well, I'll do it this way. If you're going to be um like a recruiter for the United States military, and you're going to sign up 18 year old kids to go off and be trained on how to kill other people and instill in them justification for it that overrides their entire life, hopefully, of being uh, indoctrinated into a society where we say, don't kill each other, and then you say, except if you can make money doing it and if we say it's okay. This book reads kind of like the justification porn of people who love to have good reasons for that shit. Who love to be like, yeah, we we don't want eighteen year olds to drink alcohol. They can't do that, but given the right circumstances, they'll be able to murder for me. So like, and then but then you say, how does that make sense? And you go because if we don't murder them, they murder us first, and then that's the same sh- all this shit Dumbledore says, all the shit everybody else says. Like it's worse if we don't take out Voldemort. Mm-hmm. It's worse if we etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Which again, coming from like a country that was much more closely uh, devastated by. World War II in a lot of ways than our country was. I'm sure that has a lot of cultural significance. This idea of like at a certain point, really bad guys need to be dealt with and we need to have somebody who does it. My argument is, it shouldn't fucking be children and this book builds the argument for, yeah, it can be, does it it, it feels it feels gross it feels like when you read it like that you're reading a book that justifies two children yeah it's okay for them it's it's not only okay for them to be like used in that way or to like aspire to be that but that like they're actually they should strive for it Mm -hmm. because harry potter is so cool and that feels fucking filthy to me on top of the fucking slavery on Mm -hmm. top of the like everything else in the books that are really gross concepts that are it's like she doesn't give a shit like it's like she writes these and adds this shit in there and doesn't consider what she's saying and she just keeps going and i do mean i do mean on the macro level like clearly she knows what she's saying on the micro in story level sure, sure. but like to look at it and say what kind of lesson am i really teaching uh, like 11 year olds or 13 year olds. And I think that the thing, again, we talked about having our cake and eating it too. I think that there's a lot in here about like, you could, you could say, well, this person got this message out of the book. So isn't that like, doesn't that make it worth it? And it's like, you, do you mean that they're illiterate and they don't know how to understand the other fucking subtext in this story? Like that is, that doesn't justify it <laughs> just because there was like, i mean like what if <laughs> this is a terrible comparison okay i'm so sorry for everyone that i'm about to make this but like what if you read Mine comp and you were like i i want to be a painter <laughs> like you would be missing all of the other shit sure that isn't what you should take away from from that f- f- like i'm not saying I, you should take good things away from mind comp i'm saying you should read it and go wow that's fucking wrong <laughs> And and you it doesn't mean it's an okay or good book because somebody else got inspired to paint from it. That's right. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like kids get inspired to embrace their nerdiness and their side their their like impulse to read because of Harry Potter and Hermione was such a bookworm and it was so much like me. And oh my god, I'm such a Hermione. Okay, but remember <laughs> her best friends and everyone around her endorsed and profited from real time real world slavery. Also, she was a child soldier, and also kidnapped and tortured a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I it just it's. I think the reason I'm so stern with these books on these subjects uh-huh. is because one one the 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 real world severity of some of these topics is is paramount, mm-hmm. or is you know you know uh, 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 unavoidable. But then I think there's also this element to it that is like my main, my main chip on my shoulder about these books is how popular there are. They are and how many fucking horrible things are in them that I never hear anybody talking about. <laughs> and I don't understand why I just, if there's so the slavery, the, uh, the, the abduction of Rita Skeeter, the child soldier army, all of those things are really fucking weird. And the more interesting aspects of these books to me, but my entire life of growing up and having these be around, all I ever hear is, like, Wingardium Leviosa! And <laughs> the enemies of the air, beware! You know what I mean? Like, it, Or, like, I am a Ravenclaw. You know what that means? Like, it's it's just all these superficial shit, and it makes me feel like I live in a world with idiots. I'm well- sorry, listeners. <laughs> I'm so sorry for like if that upsets you, but, like, fucking think <laughs> about it. Like, think about... <laughs> just re-read these books like just with a critical them. eye yeah like
1: with a critical eye i am a
0: Ravenclaw, though I, I implore you to reread these and like take away the pageantry like disregard it at, for the fucking fluff that it is for the for the frosting that it is and look at like the child safety like Risks this school puts kids in, or like the slavery, or the like racism. Like, we, how many times do we hear about the merfolk that live in the lake?
1: Not if they're not uh actively active participants, I don't think very often.
0: How often has Hermione taken up a cause and found and created a, a group of you know progressive activists to stop? Hogwarts from literally dumping their shit and piss into the lake where these merfolk live.
1: I mean, she might not be
0: I'm informed. saying there's an injustice that's happening that we know that's directly impacting negatively an indigenous group of people who are who are having their lands fouled by like by rich Anglo-Saxons.
1: I'm th- <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say that even the smartest people cannot be aware of all injustices and maybe she has not had that brought to her attention in a way that will resonate with her yet.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying, and I'm also not saying that like you have to, as the author, you're responsible for making your world a perfect utopia. No. That would be boring to read. There needs to be conflict. But there what needs I'm to be consequences
1: is, as well.
0: Well, no, what I'm saying is you need to be, it would be cool if you were also the kind of writer who could write in things like there's an indigenous group of people in this area who are literally being having their, their land soiled and then make that a part of the story. That's what I mean. That that you've, you've
1: introduced the people in the lake. You've introduced contents going to the lake. The consequence of that would be there should, that should be mentioned. You've set up both those points. We should have that, that, that point of data where they cross and she doesn't.
0: Like it, 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 there should be a resolution to this because it shouldn't take a, a really like a person reading these books with a fine tooth comb to go, Wait a minute, <laughs> the wizards are shitting in their home in the living rooms of these like these merfolk, and they could just no be wonder vanishing they it. Just, we know that. No wonder they just screech at them. No, we don't know that. That came later. Well, I know. Okay, yes, that's a retcon.
1: That is a retcon. You're right, but I mean, the fact that they're just shitting on the merfolk instead of just vanishing it, yes, that's weird. But you're right. That is retcon. And I it it so should crack. also
0: completely disprove the bullshit retcon of poop outdo or whatever the fuck it was. Right? Wizard
1: but, shit, not bullshit.
0: Wizard shit. Um,
1: wizard shit. That, that's a good curse. Somebody use that. It's
0: just it's it's just so dumb. Uh, it's it. And that's what I mean. Like that stuff. The the ideas about the child uh, like warriors. Like I hope. I mean, congr- like kudos to all the readers who see these parallels of like between Voldemort and Dumbledore and get it get the subtext but uh it would be nice if there was a little bit of closure if there was a little bit of a climax in that and hopefully there is hopefully there's a point where someone says oh wow Dumbledore really did some really dark shit training us to fight this murderer for him as opposed to working with the fucking Ministry of Magic who are adults who can make those decisions for themselves because they're fully formed people as opposed to indoctrinating 11 year olds into a war and
1: maybe, making
0: them literally uh, say more than once i'm pretty sure that they would fucking die for him
1: maybe that's uh, some
0: psychotic jim jones shit
1: maybe sometimes you have to conscript children to win a war
0: that's what i'm saying <laughs> is that it's it's exactly like it's exactly uh like the the justification text to get people to buy into that kind of thing like she wrote a fiction are not get it done people, man yeah if, if, if you know if my kid doesn't have a gun then how is he going to protect himself from your kid who has a gun? And if and if just having a gun isn't good enough then maybe training him how to use it and and specifically training him how to use it to to kill his fellow citizens and neighbors, that's that's the world I want to live in with a bunch of murderous children. Anyway, I am I'm sorry. <laughs> I I just mm. there needs to be more discussions about this should be this When people talk about Harry Potter, it should be like fucking Barry Bonds. It should have a fucking asterisk that says, like, with apologies to slavery, child soldiers, and, uh, you know, kidnapping, rape. Apologies to, like, literally advocating that children be able to purchase, manufacture, and use date rape drugs. No consequences. No consequences whatever did you know that in the uh one of the earliest issues of the x-men comics in like issue three or four of the uncanny x-men written by stan lee and drawn by jack kirby that there was a really weird sort of plot line created in in one of those early issues where professor x has a inside thought about how he's in love with gene yes
1: i do know about that
0: yeah that's what this feels like it feels like a really like it just like a lot of really inappropriate shit that kids wouldn't be able to understand but is normalizing behavior to them it's normalization without context that's i think the thing that bums me out is Mm -hmm. it's not like there's no context of like read read harry potter with an adult (laughs) because maybe it's good to have an adult contextualize these awful things that this book is tacitly endorsing Mm -hmm. anyway i'm so sorry (laughs) Don't be I sorry. feel like I enjoy. I it. feel like I've I've taken your book that you love and I've rubbed it in the mud and I've been like,
1: see, see. If anything, you've taught me critical thinking in a oh. way I never had it before.
0: Oh, anyway, that moves us to 4:39 uh, is my next note.
1: Um, nope, that's still not my note yet.
0: I'm gonna get right back into the hard stuff.
1: I was <laughs> <laughs> so proud of my note 440 on page 446. I'm like, it's gonna be so deep, it's gonna blow your mind, and I'm like, it's not deep. But go ahead. What's your note? 439. Uh,
0: 439. Harry Sears here says that he he he's never felt more sympathy for spew. And at the same fucking moment, I will not that. free his elf slave. I
1: noted that, and and it, and I could only like sarcastically think, There, they've solved elf racism.
0: They solved yeah, elf exactly. slavery. It's What's like the that. problem. It's
1: over. He made it, he acknowledged it's bad. So we're done, right? What are you whining about? I'm I, I'm
0: not a I'm not a racist. I own a house elf. I literally have friends who are house elves. Yeah, I have house elves, and I have friends who are house elves. I can't be the problem. I couldn't be more in this and be good in it <laughs> oh, than I am. Oh god damn it. It's terrible. It's terrible. Like, can you imagine how like Dobby is an idiot. Like yeah. he he is he is a supplicant. He is like very dim witted. But imagine a story that takes place in like, you know, uh the the south of the United States in a time right in, in while slavery is a thing, but you have freemen, you have free slaves. And imagine like a plantation owner having a freed slave over to dinner that is cooked, prepared, and served to them by slaves. Like, can you imagine how fucking awkward that would be for the for the freed slave?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Holy shit. Like that would that's what this like I see that in this. Like I see That parallel. Dobby's too stupid to see that like creature shouldn't be his enemy. Like I mean, he is in a sense because he's so he's, his character is so nasty and right. terrible. But like, that's what I mean. It's like she's written such a fucking rat nest.
1: Dude, I, I really am going to be interested in what happens in book seven.
0: Oh, I, I want to see what happens there. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. But, I like, don't
1: know if you are, but we will enjoy it together.
0: But that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's all these different things that are entwined in this nasty pile of like creatures, horrible, but he's also a slave. So therefore, he's a victim. Dobby mm-hmm. is a freed slave and is, like... Just dumb. He He's... I, I, <laughs> oh, my God. It's so it's so horrible. Like, I can't say... The right words are also the worst words.
1: Well, I mean, you're not implying anything beyond Dobby's own dumbness.
0: And he, he no, has, I'm to, be, he that, has like, to
1: be made dumb so he can live in his situation.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, she's also written this situation where the only free elf is the stupidest elf. Right. Because... Because being a smart elf means that you love being a slave. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, that is fucked up. That is fucked up. That is that is a fucked up thing to write, to to tell kids. Like, I've had conversations with adult friends of mine, like, trying to talk about this, and they go, well, you know, I mean, the elves were bred to love slavery. And it's like, yes, <laughs> I understand that but that's in the c- the canon. Why is it in the <laughs> canon? <laughs> what kind of message is that for a reader? Like, what kind of whitewashed bullshit is that to be like, listen, and I think we've talked about this before, but, like, it's okay because they liked it. Wouldn't they be worse off if they were free? Let's just keep the status quo. It's that kind of fucked up shit that's so tone deaf to the real fucking world that, like, and maybe I'm extra sensitive to it because of this week, but, like, but, like, it really, really pisses me off that that this seems to have like maybe unintentionally I'm will let's, let's give her the benefit of the, the bend of the doubt and say unintentionally found a way to teach a, at least one generation of kids how to justify slavery yeah. or at least write it off sure. as if it isn't a huge horrible like affront to humanity and all
1: you um, need is an decency. argument with a lot of holes in it and you could stop thinking about it
0: yeah anyway that's my note for there okay <laughs> uh my next note is 446
1: me too, but why don't you go first?
0: Are we are we to assume that Voldemort cursed the Defense the, Against the Dark Arts position? Yes. And that's why they can't retain a professor?
1: Yes. I believe James,
0: but not cursed.
1: But yes. So far, here comes my deep note. You ready
0: for this? Go for it.
1: Notice how I keep talking about how there's no DA meetings this year? Yes. Because Harry was a Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher too, one year.
0: What? What? That's that's interesting. I like that. That's clever. Do you think that was intentional?
1: I don't know. It's just been occurring to me for the last
0: like last See, year. See, here's what I'll say. I like that, but I I would I bet that's not intentional because it's the position that's jinxed, not the acts.
1: Sure. And I feel like if it was intentional, she would have underlined it at some
0: point. Yeah, she would have called big fucking flashing lights to it. Um, I'm clever. Hermione figured <laughs> it out.
1: But it's just something I'm just like, oh
0: yeah. Harry, uh
1: every time they bring up the DA, it's just like, yeah, it sucks, but I guess we're not gonna we don't need it, so whatever. Oh, I like it. Okay, that was
0: my My deep DA note. I like that note. I think that's a a good note. I it's clever. Um I don't like it though. I don't like <laughs> that the I don't like that the position's cursed. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Magic! I, I, I mean, but isn't that kind of like also saying like the jinx or whatever it is, is also the reason for all the problems they've been having. Cause like the cycling also, wouldn't that mean that like they had defense against the dark art teacher replacements for 50 years or something like that, like 30 years, 20 years, like how many people have worked here doing this job? Like, and how long was Snape begging for it before Dumbledore gave it to him? Like, it, what I'm saying is, like, it's an unnecessary complication that raises more questions than it answers, and they're not good questions. Well, and I
1: was always under the impression that Quirrell had come back to his position as Defense Against the Dark right. Arts. That, I mean, I'm sure a retcon would easily say, oh, no, he did something else last year. He was a TA last year, blah, blah, blah. Potions. And he went off to Albania, got spooked, came back with a turban. Right. Um... But it always felt like he was coming back to that job, and then was all different, and now possessed. Not that it was his first year.
0: Maybe you'll have to reread the first book. And
1: I'm rereading it as we speak in my head. Are you in my mind library?
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I know. I'm not actually
1: rereading. Jesus, no.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that monstrous.
0: There's so many books in the world I could read. Reopening Harry Potter. That's a. That's the end of my notes for that chapter. Yep. Same here. That brings us to chapter twenty-one. The unknowable room.
1: You holding your nose because this is a stinker of a chapter. Yup. <laughs> looks like uh, looks like your notes are written with invisible ink there.
0: Unknowable ink. Uh-huh. I uh For the listener who didn't see my my visual gag, I have no notes on this chapter.
1: Um I have two notes. Nope, I've got one note that I've written as we were reading this, but it was not... I mean, it was a long chapter and not super yeah. interesting. No.
0: Especially it was a chapter since... of Harry running around like a, a bunch of hallways and having problems with time management.
1: <laughs> There's Ron's uh, misspelling quill. Ugh. Well, that's important because Runeel Weezlab Whiz, will come back later and we will laugh. Oh, hell, we'll laugh. Um...
0: There's the spilled ink. Oh, what a good gag. I'm sorry. I'm being too harsh on on this.
1: But like, no, it's it wasn't. I mean, because this one, this is the sloggiest one. And but it's
0: also just like these these instances. Again, both of those things are like, that's going to support my argument about like Hermione takes care of Ron. Mm -hmm. They're not partners Mm -hmm. like they don't complement each other. She overcompensates for his deficits like that. You're absolutely right. That is not the formula for a, a successful marriage. I'm sorry. I know. I'm. I feel self conscious about how critical I am of it. Well, as, as if I know everything about being married.
1: The comment you were we were saying earlier about Ron and Luna made me think of um, the scene in this chapter where Ron is goading Myrtle, and it says, "Yeah." It says goading Myrtle seemed to have put fresh heart into Ron, and I'm like, "That's just ugly." Yeah. That's just. You mean he's a bully? That's, yeah. That's that's ugly. I don't like it. He picked on a dead girl. He picked on a dead girl, and that made him feel better.
0: Yeah, he's a fucking bully.
1: That's low.
0: Also, again, like uh, uh, point point out one more time, Ghost hangs out in boys' bathrooms and watches them bathe. And cry. And cry.
1: And it's played by a 40-year-old woman.
0: And is canonically, technically also... Only a certain age, but has also been that certain age for a really long time. So she's like sixty.
1: I don't. I, we've talked about this.
0: I'm not saying I'm not saying you should argue against it or, or for it. I'm just saying like, I don't. I don't believe she it's gross. ages mentally. I know, but it doesn't mean it's not fucking gross. <laughs> no, that's true. Ugh. We were talking about this being a stinker of a chapter.
1: Stinker of a chapter uh, is all the. What's Malfoy doing in the room? I did they rename the room like like it makes the chapter more exciting? You go to the unknowable room, that's something new. Oh, it's the room of requirement again. That's lame.
0: It's a it's a, it's a bait and switch.
1: Uh Tonk shows up again.
0: Yeah, that was weird. And this idea that like he submits like, oh, maybe she I think she's in love with Sirius. They were second
1: cousins, it's fine.
0: It's fine. I mean, I know wizards seem to have like an like a pass when it comes to dating your relatives. Sure. But was that really what was? Bo- I don't I guess I'm, I'm sure there will be a resolution at some I mean, point. How about could it not be with all
1: there. those clues pointing directly at that one thing? What else could it possibly I be? Guess it,
0: I guess it. I guess it couldn't. It, it, it probably isn't that. But it just seems so. It's like it, 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 the, it, his blase
1: attitude it? is what's disturbing about that. Not, I think yeah. she was loving serious, and that's kind of fucked up. Do you think Tonks right. has issues like that? It was I ah, should probably in love with serious, full stop.
0: Yeah, like like like, like one does with her cousin. You couldn't come up with a better reason for her to be upset, for them to postulate about. Right. Like the one about him being dead is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a that's a pretty good line. Like I believe that. Mm-hmm. But then again, maybe uh, it's these books are so weirdly written where it's like, it's simultaneous. Like it's cake and eating it too. It's like, they're really poorly written. And then they're so masterfully written to be in interpretable. However you want them to be. Mm -hmm. So like you can read this and say, well, maybe Harry is a fucking idiot. We do know that. So maybe like that is irrefutable. He's a goddamn idiot, but maybe him being so stupid is why he thinks these stupid fucking things. And like, it's okay. It's not bad writing. Harry's just a stupid idiot character. <laughs> I mean, I love, that was my favorite part in like, was it this book or the other book where Snape calls him out for being an idiot?
1: I think that happens in this book when he's having, was it Snape say the difference between inferi and ghosts? No,
0: no, no. I mean like where he, he, somebody calls him out as for being like an unremarkable wizard. There was some note in an earlier episode where mm. I I got really excited about like like having essentially like having my theory kind of proven that like Harry is a duller right who would that be sounds familiar I just don't remember it I don't remember it either but like it it's it's established in these stories um anyway do you have do you have no notes in this chapter No, a, I mean it's remember? a lot of okay. telling,
1: not showing. It even, is even even Hermione uh, talking about how Ron. Biffed his joke in the uh, the three broomsticks and Madame mm-hmm. Rosemurda didn't laugh at it. And she tells us the joke instead of showing us that scene.
0: Or like um, Crab and Goyle must be the girls we've seen running around. Mm-hmm. There's no discovery there. It's just uh, fast forward. like Yes. Just just get to the, this thing. Oh, remember, there's a vat of polyjuice potion somewhere. There's a vat of it somewhere. But. Uh, Barty Crouch Jr. was running out
1: oh no 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 this, this one this is the vat that Slughorn brewed for the first day of potions class where it's like what's this, oh. what's this one what's this one what's this one what's okay. this one Poly Juice nah, points for you
0: alright I, I accept that it's still like why did he brew so much <laughs> yeah
1: well I mean it, it's it's he, he probably doesn't have the paprika app that lets you you know half your recipe or turn into fourths or eights paprika he, Does he, not, it's, not a sponsor it's, not,
0: it's also not like he is a potion professor who would know how to make the exact right amount for what he needed
1: I, I bet with magic potions it's not like baker's ratios and you can't just go by hydration level i bet you actually have to do some extra extra stuff <laughs> <laughs> like how do you know if you make a half batch of polyjuice it's still it's efficacy efficacy is the same uh but it's it's blue and he wanted them to recognize no, like, it by sight. For sure. So for sure. he had to make the full batch so it was that mud slot brown. Totally. I mean, it's magic, man. You got to think of magic. No,
0: I, I, unfortunately, I agree that that's probably a justification she would use. <laughs> you must think like your enemy. Um, I don't know why. I, I don't understand why the room of requirement isn't letting Harry in.
1: Um, because um, someone else is requiring I'm, it right now.
0: And it's they're requiring it for a different purpose that didn't I'm, stop the DA. Well, but
1: okay, I have the answer for you and against me, or for me and against <laughs> me is what I'm trying to say. Okay, got it. Um, it. Draco's in there needing uh, with a requirement to not be discovered, so the room's doing that for you. Ah, him. you would think okay. the DA had that, and yet Umbridge was able to break in. So because the
0: argument was Draco, ne- the, they make it in these chapters. Hermione says Draco needed the Room of Requirement to be where you were, right? So in order to help, like break in and find you, right? So, Which is exactly the same the same situation that we're in now, just inverse. Unless
1: unless it's a stupid coding issue and the room is like a very, you know, annoying computer, and Harry just doesn't have the right command. He's not thinking it the right way.
0: I, that's how it's being presented, but that seems dumb. really weak. Because it's, yeah, like the the room doesn't care about how you say what you need. It knows what you need and it gives it to you. Like Dumbledore wasn't walking around saying, man, I really need a chamber pot right now. He was thinking, I'm going to shit myself. And the room was like, Boing, chamber pots. (laughs) Have at it, dude. You don't even have to sit down. You can just bend over, pull up your robes and just spray. It'll land in a pot. But also. That's how many are in here. We
1: know that Dumbledore is a hipster wizard who likes to do it of old. Why didn't he just
0: take a shit and vanish it? Cause it was a fucking ret-com. Oh, Right, right. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm. Uh, I'm out of. I have nothing for the un- unknowable ooh, ooh, room.
0: Where, where is Dumbledore?
1: Oh, doing doing Dumbledore shit.
0: Doing dumb shit. <laughs> um,
1: in a bull door.
0: I don't. I was trying to play along. Oh, you, you did a very good job of yes and, and.
1: <laughs> That was a lie.
0: You were heroic in the attempt to yes oh, and Oh, well, if
1: I'm heroic. Gryffindor.
0: No, oh, you're a Ravenclaw. All right. And it's not heroism, it's bravery. Do you not know the houses?
1: Shut up. <laughs> I haven't read these books.
0: I know because I'm a, a Gryffindor.
1: <laughs> Gryffindork.
0: Clever. You must be in Ravenclaw. I was gonna say the
1: same thing, though.
0: So you were gonna self burn? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna do the burn part. I was gonna. Well, pray. I mean, I don't know how you would say that without it being a
0: burn. Uh, I've got no more notes. Self burn. I am noteless. I'm done. I've been done. I this this it wasn't good. It was not. It was um. Different. Uh. Any other any other summation notes? Mm. Well, that brings us to a new word alert. <laughs> um. So the word new word alert this week is brought to you by no no one. We're not sponsored. All right, here we go. You Ready? I'm ready. Tweeze.
1: Tweeze.
0: Tweeze.
1: As in to use a pair of forceps to pluck eyebrow hairs?
0: Yes. Ah. Okay. A verb meaning to pluck, grasp, or pull with or as if tweezers.
1: But since we all know that tweezers is the colloquial name for forceps. Mm,
0: mm, No. Tweezers are a very specific type of forcep. They're a small... I still like say that thing. they're just
1: called small forceps, and then some Joe everybody came along like, "Oh, we'll call them tweezers."
0: Well, that's like saying, "Listen, you can say these are toothbrush is, but I know they're just goddamn brushes that you use on your teeth, and I'm not going to hear anybody saying otherwise of it." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How dare they come up with a name that more specifically describes this object's unique uh, function? <laughs>
1: I uh have already capitulated.
0: God damn right you have.
1: Do you need to look that one up?
0: No, I know what it means. <laughs> and I'll I'll look it up next week. <laughs> uh Okay, here we go. Okay. Next one. Alright, here we go. Ombre.
1: Ombre? Ombre. Like Like Ombre? <laughs> well, I mean,
0: Technically, yes.
1: <laughs> is is this a color? It could be, or is this the um word used in the media a lot in the last couple of years?
0: Um, I don't know what that means.
1: Bad hombres.
0: Oh no no no. Okay, not not not, not Spanish for like man. Okay,
1: so that's that's where I thought you were going with this. So I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go with like a uh, isn't it like a uh, I want to say like a rusty orange. No. Oh.
0: Um. Are you thinking of umber? Yeah. Maybe like a burnt umber. Yeah, I think I am. Ombre is an adjective meaning having tones of color that shift into each other, graduating from light to dark.
1: And it's like O M B R E.
0: It's O M B R E with an accent.
1: Okay. Sounds French. Um,
0: yeah, I don't do French. The oh, okay, <laughs> um, I'm so bad at it. The uh, the reason it came up because my wife uh, was describing it. She used it in a sentence, uh-huh. and my you know head flipped, and I was like, "Why are you saying man in Spanish?" Like, <laughs> that,
1: that's what I I couldn't think of what ombre meant. I just meant, yeah. I just remember the, the the connotation, and I was just like. Ah. And
0: she and and she was pushing for it, meaning this word. She was like, "It's a fashion word. It means this thing in fashion because fashion." And I was like, "You can't just say fashion, and then I understand. Like, f- continue describing what this word is because I don't understand it." And what she was describing describing is what I would call a three color gradient. Mm-hmm. It's essentially like. It's a gradient that starts on one end in white or a light version of the middle color, which is a color, mm-hmm. and then at the end is black or a dark version of that color. Sure. So, it's that it's like a three-color gradient. So, I was like, oh, you mean like a three-color gradient? And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, well, fine. And then I, I had to look up gradient to look at – I looked up both definitions and it's pretty much like – it's like what I've described. Right. But like um, the speci- – it, it was – the thing that I liked about it was I was like, well – Technically, it isn't a gradient. Like it's, it's, it's. I wasn't trying to like uh, diminish what she was saying because it is, it is a very specific word that I would like to start incorporating into my my vocabulary mm-hmm. because it means a very specific style of of color transition. It means from like light to dark with a color in the middle, and that's like I felt empowered having learned it. Like I'm mean, being like, oh, now if I want that thing, there's a word for that. I don't have to just say gradient. I can say ombre.
1: Hooray for wives.
0: Lads are the best. I think this is the last one. Okay. (laughs) Ombre.
1: Is that related?
0: Only in the sense that I, when I Googled the definition for ombre, I got this and I was like, this isn't anything like what you've said. And she's like, you have to have an accent. And I was like, you didn't tell me that.
1: So what's that? I'll say it again. Okay.
0: Ombre.
1: Ombre. Is it a non? It is it non-sibilant solemnity? No, because it's not somber. I don't know. I really, have got nothing.
0: No, it is a. Uh... Oh, look at you! Ombre is origin French. Look at you!
1: I believe it's pronounced um... ombre. Uh, my apologies <laughs> um... to all of the French.
0: Ombre, whose origin is Spanish, hmm. is a trick-taking card game for three people using a pack of 40 cards popular in Europe in the 17th and 18th centuries.
1: Well, I think I want to learn how to play that.
0: Okay. I mean, you could just play Assassin's Creed, but I guess you want to learn a card game that requires three people. All right. You know what? Fine. No,
1: you're right. I'll play Assassin's Creed. Okay? So, so what you want? Is so that what you want here?
0: That's what I want. I want
1: you to... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. I want you to go play Assassin's Creed. Well, I'm going to go play Assassin's Creed then
0: do that i hope you have a great time i'm gonna
1: have such a good time i'm gonna play it in italian too
0: i wouldn't want it any other way good good sounds like we're both satisfied we
1: are so satisfied
0: uh, i have one more one more new word alert and it's gonna be a really embarrassing one
1: is it capitulate
0: <laughs> no it, i wish um i don't know why this doesn't give me the option to have it conjugated correctly Okay, I'll just use the, I'll use the not conjugated version that I, that is the only version in the, in the dictionary. Okay. Consent.
1: Consent? Consent. Does it mean something we don't know?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, it it doesn't, it it means. uh, It has another meaning? There's a second definition. Okay. Yes. There's a second, there's a second definition. What 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 is the first definition so that we can just a- agree that I'm not trying to make a joke?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this, but I'm gonna say like um, agreement to a proposition. Uh,
0: the, basically, the, the the first definition is to give assent a s s e n t or approval colon agree. Okay. The second definition which comes up in these chapters of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, is the second archaic definition, which means to be in concord in opinion or sentiment. There's a moment when Hermione is said to have consented, I believe, to doing Harry's homework. And I was like, what? Why would you use that word? And then I looked it up and I was like, Oh, you mean like, like, or, or like, I don't, I don't think that was it. It was, it was something different. She, I know it's Hermione is, is described this way, but it's, you know, it's meant to basically like be in concord in opinion or sentiment. It's not like an agreement. It's like, it's an agreement, but in that other way, like I agree with you. Not like I will agree to the terms. Like that difference of the word agree also applies here to consent. It was just it was so kind of warped my brain a little bit.
1: Boil it down, you could say consent means agree. Yeah. Okay.
0: But in more than one way. Sure.
1: Sure. I consent.
0: Right. Like, if I said, I think it would. If I said, I think it would be fun to go to the store today, and you went, I consent. You'd be b- saying, I agree but that's not consent to go to the store with me today. right? English is fucking weird. English is pretty Um, weird. Anyway, that's the end of my new word alerts. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I don't. I guess that's the end of this episode of death readers. I I think we have, we have not that much more book to go.
1: No, but then we have a whole lot more book to go.
0: I really wanted this book to be better. (laughs) I did promise
1: it to you. So I think the fault is mine.
0: No, I, I I think I should have I should have known it wasn't going to be that good mm-hmm. because I can't remember the movie.
1: <laughs> Fair.
0: Like I remember things that happened in the Goblet of Fire because it has the Goblet of Fire. Right. Like it has the the sequences where that happens. I remember the Chamber of Secrets because it has the fucking Chamber of Secrets. Like I remember But this book's the got the half-blood prince book. It has a book, it has a book that it says it was used once by a character named the Half Blood Prince. Yet three fourths of the way in, we have not met this character, and it kind of seems irrelevant to most of the plot, except for how well Harry's doing in potions. Yes,
1: it kind of it, it kind of seems like it has as much so far to do with the plot as the elves did in Elf Tales.
0: Yes, yeah, it's it's like, well, we can't call it Harry Potter in the, you know, get to the last book, book. That would be weird anyway I got nothing else man i'm I'm um I, I think we should put this episode out of our listeners m- miseries fair enough all right well uh that was death readers I'm doug I'm rob thanks for listening thank you If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. These reviews help new listeners find us and join the discussion. Follow us on Twitter and like our new Facebook page for Death Readers News. Become a patron at Patreon slash Death Readers. And please discuss us extensively on Reddit. Okay, anyway, so you want Caustic privilege. That was what you were going to call it? Did you want (laughs) to... See, I was going to offer you just save it for the housekeeping. Nope. But now you've kind of blown blown it you, prematurely you gotta be quicker i mean if, if the only person you're looking to satisfy is yourself then yeah being premature and quicker is better no
1: you got to be quicker if you want to be satisfied together i'm just saying it's all on That's, you
0: that sounds like something a selfish. i'm gonna say the say. thing i want
1: to say as fast as i'm gonna say it if you want to get anything out of it you got to be quicker
0: this is a study in selfishness is all i'm saying yeah <laughs> Nothing you're saying is off the mark of selfishness. It's all very textbook and supportive. Listen, I'm going to say the thing I want to say as fast as I need to say it. And if you can't catch up, you need to catch up. Yeah. You're, You're like, oh, I'm not finished. Meanwhile, I've already grabbed the towel.
1: I'm already eating the sandwich. I'm ready for my nap.
0: I'm halfway napping, halfway sandwich, sleeping with a half a club on my chest. It's a
1: nap sandwich.
0: I mean, it just seems they seem equally as arbitrary to me. But the, well, that's equally I, that's, as arbitrary, yeah.
1: Is that from the redundant department of things you already said before? Th- they're not the same word.
0: <laughs> they're not redundant. <laughs> they're completely separate, like
1: equally arbitrary. Oh no, they are complete opposites, aren't they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're not complete opposites. They're just completely separate.
1: They like, are completely separate, aren't they?
0: yeah yeah that's redundant what you just said <laughs> just <laughs> repeating what i said that's redundancy uh,
1: uh, <laughs> let's begin shall we